Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode, we'll bring you the latest insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this current episode, we're going to focus on your condition, why it's an important trait to manage in your flock. To do this, I'm joined by Dr. Liz Jennifer, independent sheep consultant from the UK, who's going to offer insights on why we need to actively manage your condition throughout the year. She'll also share some results from ongoing work in the UK that has looked at the impact condition score has on productivity of a flock. I'm joined now by Dr. Liz Jennifer, independent sheep consultant from the UK. Liz has extensive experience in research the UK sheep industry and on-farm adaptation of technology and improvement in practice on-farm. Very hands-on skills. Liz, you're joining us today. We're going to talk a little bit about managing your condition during the year and its importance. And maybe just as a starting point, we've been talking about condition score for a long time in the industry, both in the UK and in Ireland. It's probably something we aren't making enough use of. We know we're not making enough use of it. What's your own take on that? So, um, as you said, we, it's, the guidance has been out for decades in terms of what body condition score should be or what those sheep should be at the various stages. And it's not now until we're doing wide-scale sort of body condition score at a whole flock level that we're starting to really understand the variation that exists on those farms. So um, there's still also a perception that people can do it by eye, which isn't the case. Do you mean there's, there is a few weeks probably after shearing you can get a fair idea of what's happening but the rest of the time it is about feeling those sheep around the loin area so it is it's moving away from having a general feel of what's going on to actually various time points of that year where we do go in and we score those sheep and do something actively about them so maybe that's that's a good place to start we'll go to the basics conditions going on stuff the actual technique and the when and how we should do it so in terms of what the the best place or the only real place to look at condition is over you're trying to get an understanding of the fat cover over the vertebra of those sheep so it is about going over the loin area and a lot of the technique is, is using a flat hand running along the side of those vertebra and you're sort of feeling for how much bone you can feel and how easy it is to get your hands under that area um, some people would then use the spine as sort of a secondary check but then there's also a belief that that's sometimes that spine depending on the sheep can give you a bit of a false um reading I suppose so yeah so flat hand along the side of those of the vertebra feeling for how much bone you can feel or how much fat cover there is on it um, the five points that we've sort of focused on in the various projects over in the UK is around tupping at scanning at, at lambing if possible around about eight weeks so when the lambs are eight weeks or maybe coincides with a heptavac or sorry an overvac injection um, and also at weaning which we would tend to standardize around about 12 weeks um, the challenge we always have with condition score is if you're doing it at topping and they're not in the right condition, you obviously can't do anything about it. So you're always having to think a few months ahead of that really important point to know what's going on with that sheep. I think that's something we'll probably come back to. That five time points managing as the season progresses is important. You mentioned a look at topping. It's probably the one figure we've in our head that we talk about you always should be in a certain condition. Yeah. Um, actively managing that during the year has impacts on productivity. I know you're involved with some work at the moment that is looking at the kind of carryover effects of your condition at various stages that you just outlined on land performance, on your performance. 
maybe give us some indication the impact condition score or getting in the right condition score. So we generally, I mean, the idea around tupping is that we seem we are fixated on getting them at the right point of tupping. Some of the work coming from AHDB funded work called the Sheep um, Key Performance Indicator Project and also Challenge Sheep is also indicating that that for them to be on a rising plane of nutrition from tupping to scanning has impacts in terms of lamb numbers and in terms of weight of lamb being produced. Um, just like that's it's one relevant at the moment, so we we'll just focus on it for a second. Yeah. Like traditionally, I suppose the picture we had on our head was we build up condition prior to tipping, and we can afford to lose a lot. And there was figures like in Toronto, but even up to half a kilo, and some claims of benefit and performance. There is a bit of a rethink on the benefit of that and the implications that might have. So maybe just give us an indication somewhere. So in terms of some of the evidence coming out of Challenge Sheep is looking at if those, this was shearling, so this is their first time lambing, but they're lambing down at two years of age. Uh, if they were above target in terms of condition score versus below target, it was leading to about an eight kilo difference in the combined 90 day weaning weight for their progeny. The target in this would be about three and a half. Five. Yeah, sorry, in terms of, so that was um, aiming to be three-ish, I suppose, around scanning, assuming there'll be three to three and a half at topping. So it's a, it is about maintaining through that period of time. Um, so it is, you do have this sort of downstream effects of that condition score on sort of weaning weight, which is six, seven months away from that point in time. And as well to be fair, it also represents a cost that if you lose too much condition at this time of year, likely the next period you're going to look at them again as a scanner. When you come in, it's more expensive to put condition back on and very difficult to have any impact on condition score later. And I prior think, to um, and it is, it's about, as I sort of mentioned, body condition score is always intriguing because it's when you start to intervene, isn't it? Because by the time you found a thin sheep, it is a bit too late. But we're also looking for opportunities where people are going through those sheep anyway. So that's why scanning is quite an interesting time point. It could be that actually housing has happened prior to that. So housing could be an opportunity. Um, and so that's how animals are then split into groups. But I, but I agree in terms of and the work yourselves and Phil have been involved in, between actually getting... Um, maintenance plus in mid-pregnancy is significantly more efficient than getting having to put conditional feed them well into late pregnancy just because of their energy requirements. So, like we think about, it, we we kind of covered the score, the time points. I suppose one issue we all have is, and something I've talked about before, actively doing something about it. So we can condition score and we can talk about yeah. targets, but actively managing yields on the basic condition score is probably one of the more simple interventions we can do yeah and I think it's and it's Jean for the projects we I've been involved in it is about getting records sometimes down to quarter body condition scores on a, on a high proportion of the sheep in that flock but in reality most most people won't do that we're doing it because we want to know some of those answers but actually one of the biggest benefits that people have is actually managing the thin sheep so taking out that the ones that are below target and prioritizing them in terms of grazing or potentially supplementing feeding them I mean, if they haven't gained any weight in a month, there's something else probably going on. So it could be teeth, it could be disease, it could be something else. But if they've been given the opportunity for a month and they haven't still haven't put any condition score, then they've got to leave the flock. So like put that in context where at the moment look, we're in reasonably difficult autumn it is over yeah. in the UK as well as it is in Ireland. During the mating period, we're not going to intervene much with them because they're in the mating groups. But in the period from now to scanning, there is an opportunity to maybe address some of the some of the kind of issues around some of the mules or in poor condition or certainly 
maybe split them off as, yeah. at housing time. I think it is, and it's in as you say, it's not just having data for day data's sake, is it? It's doing something with that group of sheep. Um, and the ambition is that over time that group of thin sheep reduces, do you mean, both within the year and across years. But, yeah, if we can do just one job, it is to split out those... those it could also be with your young sheep or you, it's the thin sheep need attention. I think you, you touched another interesting point there. You've worked with flocks before where they had issues around poor scans, they had issues with nutrition and lamb mortality. Condition score was one... You've discussed this before, but condition score was one of the big management changes you made in them farms yep. and it's a similar story that we've seen in some of the flocks in Ireland when you get farmers trained in to actually monitoring conditions go and acting on it that tends to disappear then over the coming seasons yeah because what, what is body condition score it is a proxy for how well those animals are being fed so whether they're in a shed or whether they're at grass it's just how well are their nutrients being matched by what diet is being provided to them so it's, it's used as a really interesting sort of overview KPI into what's happening on that farm and as soon as you start to see flocks with great variation within those sheep, I mean as soon as we start collecting the information we see that variation and all we're trying to do is reduce that variation and sometimes for some of those flocks is about actually making quite a drastic change and selling more lambs as stores to ensure that those sheep have got priority feeding. And what you tend to see also is as more farmers go towards forage based systems lambs may be on the farm for longer and so there were the feeding going to the sheep can be can be squeezed a bit more than it needs to and so where that priority from lambs growth to you condition score build-ups around sort of post weaning is quite an interesting point for those the the systems that are starting to change we'll tease that one a little bit further actively assessing what the flock is in time and addressing it earlier you need less feed yep so it's, it's yeah and what you also see in those flocks where body condition score was being challenged so they were gen all the, thin, the sheep tended to be thin a lot of the time is that lamb growth rates to eight weeks and weaning was low therefore they were on the farm longer doing it, it so it became a downward spiral and at some point you've got to break that cycle and go right we've either got to put feed in or we've got to take a demand off that farm and it could be selling lambs as stores or moving on to a different block or whatever it happens to be but there has to be a point in time when you go right we've got to reset everything and a lot of the time doing this sort of between mating and scanning is not the time to bugger about so there's greater opportunities to do more um, sort of fiddling I suppose with that what does the flock look like when we get to weaning however at this time of year you're still aiming to separate out those thin sheep prioritize them between post scanning you move them up groups so a thin thin single gets treated as a twin so you can do quite practical things to not not having lots and lots of groups to manage it's just it's making sure that those thin sheep are given opportunity just me go back like the targets are well established and you've we've discussed some of the impacts has on performance on the tangible effects it's one of the simplest technologies we have out there to use because essentially some means of a race to hold them in your yep. hands can mark and spray a crane whatever it is a manage fit tin and fat yep what do you think the big obstacle is to actually get more farmers managing your condition? And I think it, um, is it experience in actually condition scoring or confidence um, in actually doing something about it? Sometimes it's the perception that they're already doing it, and then you ask different questions, and, and they are it's a visual assessment, and it's done every now and again, and they might draft off depending on what it looks like. 
Um, and sometimes it is a bit of confidence because we always, when we did some training on it, it was felt that, oh, we'll be teaching people to suck eggs. But actually, it is something that you need to be reminded of every now and again. If you haven't done it for a while, it's like any skill, isn't it? It doesn't, it comes back, but you just need to put some attention to it. And the bit that I've done in some training of body condition score and what is always important, we may debate what a three is in our heads, but we can always pick out a thin, a fit and a fat sheep within a group. And so you, it's a really, that's, I'm not saying we need to move away from specific number targets, but I think that thin, fit and fat is a lot easier to get people on. And I think that's something very interesting. We will argue, as young, should it be three and quarters, should it be two and quarters, but the actual number is important, it's nice for a target, and we look at it more, but in a commercial setting, it really is a case of just managing the thin units separately, when practical, yep. in a separate management group. Yeah, and the other thing that's come out strongly from the Challenge Sheep project is also managing young sheep separately. So, do you mean, it, and it could be, as I mentioned, it could be that you manage the thin sheep plus the younger sheep together, but it is about actively managing those groups rather than just bunging them all together and hoping. It's, it's making an intervention you yeah. know you're going to get benefit from. Yeah, and certainly the ewe lambs, do you mean, are reasonably well established that to be for them to be managed separately up to the point, hopefully, of weaning of their lamb lambs, um, but actually, shearlings—the evidence is starting to build in terms of the benefits of managing them separately. I'm no, I know it's not always feasible post lambing, but certainly up to that point, it can be. Yeah, I think we kind of sometimes forget they're still growing and developing. Yeah, definitely. More prone to bullying and housing scenarios. Yeah, and do you mean and why? When looking at historical data, do you mean a lot of those young sheep leave with mastitis issues? Which okay, there is an indication that it's nutrition, or it could be. I mean, there's more damage because it's the first time that udders really started to lactate and you've got hungry lambs and all of those factors, but it's being a lot of it's being driven by nutrition. And conditions cause the best yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. So and so in terms of this sort of time of year, so yeah, so scanning's another time of this sort of in, we're now talking a lot more about intervention. So scanning's a nice time for interventions. But yeah, as, as you mentioned before, there is this clear evidence that that at least maintaining, if not building condition up to the point of scanning, is is an advantage for later on in the production year. And that's probably something we can fo- finish up on, but something they need to focus on for the coming weeks and months. And I think in the challenge we've got at the moment is that because it's so wet in terms of the nutrition that those sheep are accessing in grass fields, so it is about looking at the other options of how those feet, of how those sheep can be supplemented. Is there something else that needs to go into that diet? But that can be evaluated once we had a look at condition score and see what's happening. Okay. Liz, thank you very much for giving up your time. No worries. We're going to wrap the episode up at this point. Um, we've covered a lot of ground on condition scoring, its importance and relevance, the impact it has on productivity. And the key time points during the year, we need to actively assess your condition. I would like to thank Liz for taking the time out to join us and given her insight into the various aspects of it I think was very informative at least thought provoking so maybe take two key points from it firstly condition scoring is an easy management tool to learn and implement secondly actively managing our youth flock on the basis of condition whether it be fit tin fat or even more detailed scoring is a very very useful management tool that has an impact on productivity there is more information available on the Chuckles website I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Ovicast. For further updates, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagas Sheep. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next episode.